2: Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
1: John J. Willimax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Just keying me today. Jay with a day off. We have David Kaplan, co-host of Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 with us now. Good morning, Cap.
0: Good morning, gentlemen. That was the... Very smart comment, Jay because my Bulls are the real freaking deal.
1: What does that mean, though? Like I, before the season started, I said, like, "Ooh, God, they, I like what they reminded me of the Suns from last year." Off-season moves where the pieces fit it on paper so nicely, and now they're getting it done right. But when you say the real deal, does that mean they could win a championship this year? What does that mean, Cap?
0: I think they can get to the finals and then anything can happen. I'm not telling you they will, but I'm telling you they can. They just need to get healthy. Lonzo Ball getting closer to returning. Patrick Williams getting closer to returning. Alex Caruso closer to returning. Zach got a clean bill of health when he went out to L.A. and had his knee looked at before the All-Star game. So I'm just telling you guys, this team is really, really good. And if they get all these pieces back with, I don't know, 12 games to go, that gives them enough time to ramp it up and look out. Chicago is back on the NBA hierarchy list. And the people that do SportsCenter, hey, last week, here are the teams to, to look at. There's like Eight teams up there, don't list the Bulls. By the way, they're the top seed in the East right now.
1: I had them fourth or fifth on my list uh, on this just in yesterday or the day before, Cap. So, you know, yeah, Keith, sorry.
3: You're a smart man, Matt. I was going to say, so, you know, they beat the 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 Atlanta Hawks last night. Not a real measuring stick. I, I think you would agree with that. What do they need to do, though, outside of everything that you said, getting these players back to be legit contenders? There's a reason people are skeptical of putting them at the top of the leaderboard, even though they are there in the Eastern standards in the regular season. What what they need to do beside getting healthy key is
0: continue to quiet down all the critics at the start of the year who called DeMar DeRozan the worst signing of the offseason. I mean, I love LeBron James. I'm a rarity in Chicago. I love LeBron James. He also was part of putting a team together that made two of the stupidest decisions and who they're going to bring in. Alex Caruso has said to the Chicago media, I wanted to go back to L.A. You guys didn't want him. DeMar DeRozan was going to go be a Laker. You guys didn't want him. So both dudes end up in Chicago, and they're really, really good players. And I think the critics and the know-it-alls that go on all the different shows that said, oh, they're Chicago, they're going to be in the play-in tournament. They're not good enough. I'm just telling you guys, this team, if healthy, can go to the finals, and then anything can happen.
3: Dave Kaplan, co-host of Captain and Jay Hood, weekdays at 7 to 10 a.m. Central Time on ESPN 1000 in Chicago. Joining us this morning on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Cap, so can they compete, in all honesty, in a seven-game series with, call it the two big teams in the East for me, would be the, the Brooklyn Nets, one. And you can pick and choose between Milwaukee, and the Sixers as the other two big, whichever one of the two you would take and put there with the Nets, can they compete with them knowing a seven-game series?
0: If they get Patrick Williams back, they've now got Tristan Thompson. Lonzo Ball is an outstanding defender. And when you have guys like him and Caruso that can blitz the ball, that can really be good at the point of a screen where they're physical coming off it, yes, they absolutely can. Getting Tristan Thompson... I thought was a really shrewd move because everyone here was watching the deadline yelling, come on, Arturus, let's move Kobe White and go get whoever. And he went, no, I'm good. I'm going to get somebody on the buyout market. I'm going to get my guys healthy. I want to see what this team could do. And then when they went shopping for a head coach, they shopped at the top shelf. They went where Key went. Yeah, no, no, I'm not getting any of that sales stuff. I want the stuff at the top shelf. Billy Donovan, how much? We're in. Done. And he took the job, and that guy's going to be coach of the year, and basketball is alive in Chicago. People are so excited. Ratings are up. Like, my wife doesn't like the NBA. She doesn't want. She's watching every game with me. Last night, honey, are the Bulls playing tonight? Yes, they are, dear. We sat down on the couch, opened a bottle of wine, and watched all the way to the end. It was awesome.
1: David Kaplan co-host Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000. Cap, you, you mentioned the guys, you know, like this is, they've been doing this without Lonzo Ball, who's really what you're looking for in a point guard. And Patrick Williams, who I always thought, like, if he could wind up being the best player on the team, he might be the most talented, you know, one day. They, this can be a real perennial championship contender. But even so, I look at all the pieces. You mentioned Caruso. Um Kobe White, even out of the draft, it's all these pieces where you go, that guy fits on any team, right? What team would Kobe White or Alex Caruso not, or Lonzo Ball not fit on? So all that said, you mentioned the guys coming back, Lonzo and Patrick Williams, and I agree, they're just additive. They're just going to make things better. But when will that happen for Patrick Williams? What's the latest on on, on update on his comeback?
0: Well, he's, running, jumping, throwing, doing all that. He has not been cleared for contact. I'm guessing you get all these guys back together with about 12 games to go. So you're going to miss probably another 10 games. And Patrick Williams, you know, it was funny when they drafted him, everyone went, this guy wasn't even a starter at Florida State. He was 18 years old. He was going to start in the ACC tournament and the pandemic hit. And then, boom, he's in the draft. As an 18-year-old, he's 20 years of age. And I had tourists on our show, and I loved Tyrese Halliburton. This is before they got Lonzo Ball. I wanted a point guard. I screamed at Gar and Pax, the old regime. You guys never get a point guard every year. You got no one to organize your offense, and they never did. And I loved Halliburton. And Ty- and uh, tourist said, we loved Halliburton, too. He had great interviews, great grades, great workouts but we saw at number 4 we're swinging for the fences. We think we can hit a grand slam. That kid's a really good player. Patrick Williams can be a grand slam home run. And telling you, defensively what he adds to Chicago. This guy's a poor man's Kawhi Leonard and he's only 20. He'll be 23, he will be a star in this league.
3: What will make cap? What will make Chicago Bull fans happy outside of an NBA title?
0: they got to make a run in the postseason. If they lose in round one, even if it's a classic series and they play what people will be, really, really let down keep. Now, if you told me they won their first-round series, they won their second-round series, and they got knocked out in the Easter Conference final, I think people would be happy. I think people know they're going to pay Zach. He's going to get that max deal at the end of the season, and they see this thing continuing to develop. They still have a first-round pick this coming year, so they'll do something else. But if they get knocked out anywhere short of an unbelievable second-round series against a great team, people are going to be really bummed. And I'm telling you, this team can get
1: to the Eastern Conference Final, and then we'll see what happens. Cap, real quick, because we're up against it, but... You know, it doesn't always have to work this way, but usually you want to know if a team has the kind of player who can be the best player on a championship team, which is why I was so interested in Patrick Williams' development over time. But watching this team this year quickly, is DeRozan that guy right now?
0: He's playing that way. I don't know if he is that guy. People ask, is it DeMar's team? Is it Zach's team? It's just a really good team. I still think Zach's the best player on the team. DeMar's having the best season, and uh, he's got to be in the MVP conversation. Got to be.
1: David Kaplan, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate you, Cap. All right. Buffalo Bills next year, Key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Keyshawn, (laughs) J. Will, and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Why, Key says... Half the league can't have Aaron Rodgers. That's next. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. John, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio Sirius XM Channel 80 and your smart speakers. You can download the podcast. Key, you are smiling ear to ear, which means something funny just happened.
3: Well, I just like hearing Aaron Rodgers with the subdued, kind of relaxed conversation. You know, my body. And it's just like he's very zen and just chilling. It's just <laughs> funny to me.
1: that the kind of quarterback you want? The the hate Ashbery, uh, long-haired, take-it-easy well, kind I, of quarterback,
3: I, you know. I always had um, those type of, for the most part, those type of quarterbacks: long hair, tall, in the pocket, fit mm-hmm. the model. You know, everything is standing up and shaking the hand the right way. I mean, I've always had that. I never had a, a swag, a real swag quarterback, because you got to remember, in my day and age, they, they didn't have. No, well, there was a law against swag.
1: it. There was a law against it back then, basically.
3: <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, yeah. you, had to be, you had to be, as we always joked and said, blonde hair, blue eyes, and at least six, three and a half.
1: <laughs> Mike T back with us. What's up, Mike? Good morning, gentlemen. So I want to play this good and couldn't sound, and then I want to go at both of you because you both speak Parcellian as a first language. You, like, grew up speaking it or something. Or, <laughs> maybe it's a second language. You learned it. But all this... And you know I grew up loving me some Bill Parcells, but come on with this. You can't trade a guy within the conference. Here's Brian Guttenkunst, Green Bay Packers GM, at the press conference, asked about a hypothetical uh, about, like, Rodgers goes to you and asks for a trade. What if? Here's his response.
5: If Aaron comes to you and says he, he wants to trade, are you going to be any more willing to trade him than you were last offseason? Are you still saying you're not trading him? Yeah, no, no,
4: we're, those are kind of some hypotheticals. I don't think we're going to go down those roads right now. We're working together. We're not uh, putting deadlines on anything. Again, there are some timing things that will come into play where we will have to make decisions down the road. But but Aaron's well aware of that. And and like like I said, the communication's been very good.
6: How anxious are you as GM for him to make a decision?
4: Like I said, the earlier the better.
1: That was a smart diplomatic answer. But what I want to get into, guys, with you, is what you said in the last hour about, like, you would never trade him within the conference. Mike, let me start with you. Like, I get in the division, you play him twice a year. In the freaking conference, you're afraid of playing this dude, maybe losing, maybe winning one time a year, maybe beating him, maybe losing in the playoffs to the point where you wouldn't take the best deal just to keep him out of the conference? Why?
2: Because I'm trying to get to the Super Bowl, and I'm not going to do anything to inhibit myself from getting there. And ironically, guys, a decade ago when we traded for Brett Favre at the Jets – Ironically, the Green Bay Packers insisted that we didn't turn around and trade Brett Favre right back to the Minnesota Vikings, even though they had Aaron Rodgers, who they at that time was young and somewhat unproven. So it's a very natural thing. I would trade him to Denver, which to me is the logical landing spot. But there's no way I'm trading Aaron Rodgers, if I'm the Packers, to the 49ers especially because they're a team I'm competing with to get to the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, and, and you know, and Mike is right, though, Max. You're thinking like a fan right? We have intimate knowledge of the football player that we're trading away, especially at a skill position within the conference. Yeah, I can trade an offensive lineman, so to speak. I can move Orlando Brown from Baltimore to Kansas City for one Or I can move Trent Williams from the Washington Commanders to the San Francisco 49ers. But a skill position player is a no-no. You don't want to do that because here's how it can affect you. Not only could it get your ass fired, you will have to face this particular team and player. Let's say in the postseason, you take a chance on losing to him, like Mike said. I'm trying to get to the damn Super Bowl. But you take a it, chance on losing to no, any player you no, play, no, no, Key. No, 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 no. This is different. Then on top of that, it affects your conference because what if I need, hypothetically speaking, he goes to San Francisco, but I need the San Francisco. I need the Dallas Cowboys to beat the San Francisco 49ers for me to get the number one seed. And there Aaron Rodgers is in San Francisco, and he shreds okay. the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, and now that's a I drop to the fifth seed instead of the number one seed. You know, So it's all of that. And then on top of that, I play him in the playoffs. He beats me. I get fired. No damn well, ding, way.
1: Ding, 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 ding. See, Mike, that's what I think it's really about. The, the job security in the NFL, it's the reason for so many years, even after it stopped being a kind of positional game, right? Like, I know when I was a kid why you punt on fourth down every time because the score was 10 to 7. I get it. But now, like, for way too long, they still play. give up 25% of your downs. You know why? Because if you don't punt on fourth down, if you go for it and it doesn't work, they'll kill you in the press and you could lose your job. Isn't that what we're really talking about, Mike? It's, it, it, the only rational no. thing about this is no, protecting your job.
2: No, Key, no, Max, Key's right. It's about strategy. You're trying to get to the Super Bowl. And just pick up a name. Let's just say <laughs> Rodgers moves on and they get Jameis Winston. Well, if I'm the Packers, I'd rather compete – Jameis Winston and a really good Packer roster, including Devontae Adams, who, by the way, I am franchising and is going nowhere, and competing against the 49ers against either Trey Lance or Jimmy G, compared to having Jameis Winston as a Packer, competing against Aaron Rodgers and the 49ers. I am trying to get to the Super Bowl. That is the object of the exercise, period, end of story. I am not going to do anything to help anybody in the NFC get there instead of me. I, I think it's I don't bad. don't care st- if I lose a second round pick.
1: It's bad strategy, though. It's strategy, but it's bad strategy. It's like in baseball when they used to bunt runners over, even when it made it less likely to score the run, because it felt like that was always the thing to do. Like, I get what you said we're about not, Favre in Minnesota. But,
3: but we're not talking about an aging quarterback. We're talking about a quarterback that's coming off two MVPs He's in great. back-to-back years. He's great, but that. Well, first of all, the Minnesota
1: thing with Favre, is in the division. If you want to tell me, look, I'm not trading the dude in my division, and he's going to make me the second-best team of the division, I get that. I get it. Keep him out of the division. You play him twice a year. In the conference, you play him once a year. Maybe – I hear what you're saying, too, Key, about you might need Dallas to be ahead of them, and there's some tangential kind of secondary effect there, but mainly you may play them once a year. You Maybe you play them in the playoffs, but, Mike, I just saw the Niners beat the Packers in the playoffs. And guess what? Packers have Aaron Rodgers. You, you, might, you might also win. Like, if you think the trade makes you better, do it. <laughs> I
2: don't get it. All right. Look. You, you're not – but you, you don't, Max. Like, you're only trading Aaron Rodgers not because you think he makes you better, because he doesn't want to be there. Like, no, okay. you want a guy that you just said is, in the prime of his career, back-to-back MVPs, I want you here. I'm going to name Lambeau Field. We're going to keep the name, but it's located on Rogers Boulevard. I'm going to do whatever it takes to keep him here. If he's not going to be here, I'm doing nothing to help my competition in our conference. So, Max, guys. I don't yeah.
3: want to be on your staff. I'm trying to feed my right. kids. That's right. <laughs> on my staff, you might
1: wind up getting fired, but we ain't going to be scared. All right, look. Diana Rossini reported yesterday that Aaron Rodgers will be informing the Packers of his decision soon. Per league sources. Told there are multiple teams with offers on the table, but of course nothing can happen until the Green Bay Packers allow a trade. Here's what Diana told us Rodgers wants, whether it's in Green Bay or elsewhere, guys.
6: I was told from someone who's having conversations with his agent, not the highest paid player by a little, by a wide margin. He He
5: doesn't want to just be at the top by a few million. It's got to be significant.
3: Key? I mean Well, I told you yesterday. I said that he's probably a $170 million, $75 million guarantee guy for me. I have no problem writing that check if I'm a team uh, that he wants to play with. Josh Allen's guaranteed money is one hundred and fifty. That's a wide margin. If I jump him $25 million more, that's, a, that's a, a wide enough margin to get the job done. And on top of that, depending on what my owner is in terms of cash flush, I may have to pay him all his money in an eighteen-month in an eighteen-month period because of present value. That's just me,
1: Mike. Do you? Yeah, uh, yeah.
3: I'm with. Ke- Look, you,
2: you, yeah, you can't overpay greatness. If he wants fifty million dollars a year, great. Like I'm just sitting there saying, Aaron, you can have fifty or sixty million. By the way, here here are the guys we're going to say goodbye to: Randall Cobb, Billy Turner, Preston Smith. No problem. We'll go draft another defensive lineman, another offensive lineman, another receiver. You're not going anywhere, so it's literally a blank check because I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers and a rookie defensive lineman than Jimmy G, Jameis Winston, Ryan Fitzpatrick, fill in the blank. So I'll figure out the guard, the the other defensive lineman, the receiver. So to me, I don't care if it's 45, 50, 52, whatever you want, we're good. So, um, look, that's the Aaron Rodgers of it all, how
1: you structure the deal, Mike T is like the reality is the salary cap is your friend there because it's never a blank check. You know you got to rob Peter to pay Paul. Okay, Aaron, if that if this is the amount you want, you realize just the math means we got to lose this guy and this guy and this guy, or you want to take a little less as Tom Brady did for years, by the way, and keep this guy, this guy, and this guy. Key um, and Mike said that Rodgers won't be traded in the NFC. Well, an AFC team is looking for a new quarterback and. Tim Hasselbeck says they should look at another Super Bowl champion. Listen.
4: I'm going to say Russell Wilson. Look, I, I think that Russell Wilson does not want to be in Seattle. And I think that Seattle, quite honestly, would be fine moving on as long as they felt comfortable with what their replacement would be in Seattle. And so if Russell Wilson is looking to play on a team that can be a contending team, if he's looking to play... Uh, in a market that will give him more exposure than his current market in Seattle is giving him, then I think Pittsburgh checks those boxes.
1: Think so, Mike T?
2: Yeah, I love it. It makes a total sense to me. You know, here's what's interesting. A couple things in the football world have changed. Seattle is the fourth best team in the AFC West, which is really remarkable. So if I'm them, if I can get multiple first-round picks, I got to strongly consider doing that. And I look at teams like Pittsburgh to mention, but also teams like New Orleans. Like, Russell Wilson walks into those teams with championship defenses, and look out, those teams are contenders. So that's a trade tra- to me that really makes sense for both sides. In the NFC you, West, you meant, but you, I got it, yeah.
3: You, you know, you can't, again, we just had this conversation about Aaron Rodgers. If I'm Seattle and I think that Russell Wilson isn't any good anymore, then I can move him to New Orleans, Mike. I can go and get those couple first-round picks from the New Orleans Saints because I do not he, he can't hurt us. I don't think he can hurt us because he's not what we thought he was. But in this situation, I'm taking the best deal from whatever team because I don't value Russell Wilson. That's why I'm willing to allow him to move on from the Seattle Seahawks. And then when you look at it, he helps any team – in a bad quarterback situation. He is a significant upgrade to any team in a bad quarterback situation. He just is not in that top echelon of five. You know, He's in that teetering around. If you want to say top ten, he's 8-9-10, 9-10, 10-9. He's in that kind of quarterback category for me.
1: Is he the type of guy, Mike, that, as Key says, he's not an Aaron Rodgers type. You can trade him within the conference, as you said. Earlier, like or, you know, well, you said he sent him to Pittsburgh,
2: but what if it was in the conference? Yeah, like to me, I, <clears throat> because of the way the draft is, guys, and I have 12 teams that need a starting quarterback, so ideally I don't trade him in the conference. I would try to trade him to, let's say, Pittsburgh, but there's so many other teams that's it's and that's what makes this discussion so interesting when you think about teams like Tampa, New Orleans, Carolina. There's so many other teams, the Commanders, and remember, he's from Richmond, Virginia, that could use a quarterback. So ideally, he does go to the AFC, but I would, in this case, consider the NFC because I don't think it's as consequential as Aaron Rodgers. But make no mistake about it, if Seattle puts out the singles, and this will happen at the Combine next week in Indy, that they're willing to listen, they will have a massive auction because 12 teams need a quarterback. There's more questions than answers in the draft. And Russell Wilson is a Super Bowl winner, a champion, and a guy, albeit besides last year, very durable.
1: Yeah. can't believe you two are so scared of a dude who's been to one Super Bowl in his whole long career <laughs> stopping you from getting a Super Bowl. You're turning down graphics. Man, the we great... learn
3: from the best.
1: I, I know. Him. Bill Parcells is that dude. That's a... Amen. Yep. Yeah. Mike T, as always. Kimberly A. Martin with us now, ESPN NFL reporter, of course. Good morning, Kimberly.
6: Hello, hello, hello.
1: Are you ready to play hot news or not news?
6: Let's go.
1: Hey, you know what I have to even say before I even... uh, Because you're you're not in studio and you don't have to have the perfect, you know, fresh matching kicks, I'm willing to bet you got slippers on right now under there. I'm willing to bet it. No I Nikes have socks, today. Max, I have socks Max. Uh, so oh. I, I was pretty I I was I was right. Come on. Like I was right. Kimberly, you know, always comes in coordinated with the Nikes. All right. Kimberly it's...
6: I'm coordinated. Green, green, I'm good. Oh, I'm even good. with the I'm socks good. at
1: home. Look at this. No joke. All right. See? You See? heard it in the sports center, Kimberly. Eric Biennium is back with the Chiefs next season. Is that hot news or not news?
6: Mm-hmm. It's hot news for a variety of reasons. It's hot news because the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes get to maintain that continuity on the offensive side of the ball. It is also hot news because Eric Bieniemy, rightly or wrongly, has become the poster child for some of the the issues that black coaches talk about as far as career advancement and getting head coaching jobs. And a lot of players on on the Chiefs feel like the enemy is getting the short end of the stick and should be a head coach. So it's hot news for a multitude of reasons.
3: I, I think it's it's not news to me because I wasn't surprised that, at all that he would go back. I think a cooling off period, you know, going through the cycle of not being hired uh, as a head coach either in college or in the pros, not really given, I would call, fair opportunity. But I think when you lose the way they lost, all those sort of things, there was a cooling off period that needed to take place. And it, it, now when they sign him back. I think that cooling off period is over with. And that's why enemy will be there for at least another year.
1: Yeah, I know his career as OC in KC has co- coincided exactly with Patrick Mahomes' career in KC. So it's, you know, I'm saying it's Mahomes, <laughs> but, you know, more than anyone else. However, he's the OC of a team for four seasons, the only four seasons he's been there as OC that hosted the AFC championship game four seasons in a row. Like, you would think, at the very least, he's coming back. I still think it's hot news because, once again, no head coaching job. Brian Guttenkun says he never promised a trade. Never did promise a trade to Aaron Rodgers. Is that hot news or not news, Kim?
6: In the grand scheme of things, it's not. It's not news uh, because Aaron Rodgers will dictate whether Aaron Rodgers wants to be in Green Bay or not. It's honestly, the Packers are that guy that proposed to a girl, and the girl's like, you know what? I'm going to get back to you on my answer. So uh, Gudakins can say whatever he wants, but Aaron Rodgers has the organization right where he wants him. It's on his terms.
3: Yeah, it's hot news because Brian Gudakins has got to watch what he says because the last thing you want to do, is tick off Aaron Rodgers. We know at times <laughs> exactly. Aaron Rodgers can be a little bit of a, you know what, to some of the organiza- to some members of the organization, and certainly a wildfire could take place. So you want to just say the right things and just be careful about what you say. If I'm Brian, I'm 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 watching every tone. I
1: totally agree with that, but I do think it's hot news because I was under the impression, like I was, I m- misapprehended the situation. Apparently last year, when I thought. They had an understanding that he can leave. Like, they can't keep him there. But that was not the understanding. That disabused me of that notion. So I got to say, that's hot news. It does change my perception of things a bit. Everything is copacetic between Kyler and the Cards now. Kimberly, Kyler Murray, and the Arizona Cardinals. According to the NFL Network, is that hot news or not news? Uh, <laughs> or do you believe it, it is true I news? Can say
6: it's not news? Because I don't... I don't uh. I don't know how. I feel like the toothpaste is out the tube, and I don't know if you can put it back in. The reports that came out were damaging to Kyler's reputation, um, and the organization didn't. Uh, uh, come back and, and refute them. Um, they are, you know what I mean. So if you're Kyler and you know those things are being said about you, it's coming from the front office. It's not coming from your head coach, who you share an agent with. So um, I, don't, I don't know if everything is really copacetic. Uh, that bears watching.
3: Yeah, I would say not news, and like Kimberly said, it's bear watching because they. What are they gonna do? Like literally if if he mess around and go play for the Oakland A's and decide to say you know what I'm going to play baseball now what you going to do I mean it's like so throughout it's not not news but you got to you got to keep your eye on it throughout the offseason
1: agreed by the way he was drafted I'll say it again up high in the first round by Billy Bean you know what that means he can play some baseball. Oakland A's don't waste high first-round picks on dudes who can't play. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson's contract status, hot news or not news, Kimberly?
6: Um, not news because it's February 25th. Um, it is surprising that he hasn't been locked up yet, but... Even this t- around this time last off season, the Ravens made it clear it, in my conversations with them, like this is going to get done. We are going to pay him. It's just a matter of is it forty one million? Is it forty? Is it thirty nine? Like uh, they're going to pay him. the The hot news part of it is if this drags out and Lamar still isn't wrapped up before week one, like that to me is where I would have apprehension. Like I wouldn't want to see him on the field without some guarantees about the long term deal.
3: It's it's hot news to me because. Let's just get it done let's just it, it, it's nothing to wait on. I mean, it is what it is. you know you got to pay let's just get it done. Agent, not agent, lawyer, no luck. Like, just get it done so we don't have to talk about it in august
1: <laughs> I, yeah, yeah it's I think it's not news because of that key. I think when it gets done, hot news until then, nothing changed. Mm-hmm. you know like he still didn't have he did not yet secure the bag, although apparently that has a lot to do with. His side, like his timing and what he wants and stuff because the organization, you would think, one would think, wants to sign Lamar Jackson, right? So this is like, I'm going to play Keyshawn Johnson for a second. They are ironing out a few things behind the scenes. They have an understanding, and it'll get done in due time. Great Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, and that is another scintillating edition of Hot News or not news, Kimberly in socks, And, of course, even the Sox coordinate. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. Hello. Yes. Bye, guys. Always good to see Kimberly Martin. So, um, got to get right back to the NBA, Key. Lots of stuff going on. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio.
3: On uh, Jay Max Maxwell presented by Progressive Insurance. Just
1: key and me today. So CJ McCullum says, Leave poor Zion Williamson alone.
3: Leave the young fella alone, man. He's yeah. trying to rehab in peace, trying to get himself ready to come back. And um, we spoke and I'll speak to him later this week or the week's basically if I speak to him next week and just catch up with him, but uh, he's, he's a very talented player. He's going through a lot. You guys are putting him on the spot, you know, on a daily. And I think he's just trying to recover on his own time and, and really focus on his rehab. I've been injured before, so I know what it's like. Um, you feel disconnected. You feel away. Um, you wish you could be out there. And it's tough mentally and physically. It's tough on the body. And you got to read about yourself all the time. I know it's frustrating. But uh, i got a lot of respect for him. We're going to get along very well and continue to build our relationship. And you know, I'll be here for him when he needs me.
1: So Zion, the Pelicans, of course, number one overall pick several years ago, has had um, issues. It looks with his weight, certainly with his with his lower extremities, right, um, and has missed a lot of time. Had seemed disenchanted with the team. The team trades for C.J. McCollum, key a move I like a lot because when you have a young team with young ascending talent, you need veteran presence that can play. Not 12 minutes off the bench. A dude who can play <laughs> and lead, by example, also. C.J. McCollum fit the bill, right? They add him to the team. Right away, he's like, they add, have you heard from Zion? I ain't heard. I, I texted him, haven't heard back, basically. But now he makes these remarks. Basically, leave young fella alone. I've been there. McCollum, is now, by the way, the president of the Players Union, so he's obviously an intelligent veteran leader-type guy. What's your take about what McCollum had to say, Key?
3: Well, he's absolutely right, Max. If If you know anything about me, I am not one to dive in with the rest of the Sharks. You know, I let things develop and take place before I start forming opinions about somebody. And I think when you listen to... The, the, the individuals that cover the NBA or the individuals that cover the Pelicans about Zion's situation, they clearly know more at times than others. But at the same time, you've got to think that the C.J. McCollum, oh, I've reached out to him, he hadn't got back to me, and it went into, oh, he's disrespectful, he doesn't want to it, it turn into a whole thing, where now you hear where C.J. is saying, you know, y'all need to slow down a little bit. This guy is trying to, rehab and get back to where he feels comfortable enough to get out on the court to help the team because that's what he wants to do. You've got to look at that. That's a veteran player who is now in the actual locker room, in the building, who can see it, understand it, and he's there to help. And that, and that's the type of message that I look for when I'm trying to figure out what a player is all about.
1: You know, it doesn't mean – that the initial reaction to Zion's untrue though key like no, it, it if it's not untrue it just points out the way McCollum as a veteran leader tries to keep things together and by the way as the head of the players as the president of the players union he even if he sees oh this is what's happening with big fella right with like the with a young guy well this is what's needed now let me let me be a little bit of a shield for him let me deflect some of this stuff for him And by the way, it's not even that you have to lie about anything. You just find what's true in other ways, right? Like, hey, I was a young guy once. He's dealing with a lot. You guys are making it worse. He's coming off an injury. I've rehabbed an injury. That is – it's just like sometimes when we talk about – I say, hey, Key, you should have a consulting firm for, like, head coaches, right, and GMs who don't know how to speak to the media – he should, too, it sounds like to me. Like, the way McCollum said that stuff was perfect. You know, like, Yo, that's what you're looking for.
3: It, it is perfect, but that's a veteran leader who's been in front of the cameras and things of that nature. You got to remember, man, Zion's what, 21, 22 years old, okay? Still young. Yeah. Like, that's still young. Like, think about it. Max, that's still young. Looking up his age right and, now. In When you yeah. were that young and you don't have a whole lot of experience at all, and maybe some of the people that surround you don't have experiences in life in general because you may surround yourself with young people and not uh, uh, older people because that's just not where you're at in life. And so you get to learn along the way. He has the fortune to get to learn along the way, and you've got to give him that opportunity. And just because he was the number one overall pick and it hasn't worked out to date, I just am always – I hold mine – back and i reserve that because i don't want to dive in again with the sharks because something doesn't look right immediately i want to get all the information before i form some sort of opinion about the way a player is going to pan out and if a player fits on a team you got to wait and see
1: key you said he's 21 22 years old he turned 21 a month ago there you go he's a baby
3: a yeah, man, baby. dude I ain't even got a driver's license yet, probably. <laughs> uh, and, and by the way,
1: Charles Barkley, it's been making its ra- the rounds on social media again, but it's a famous story. Charles Barkley went to Moses Malone, and Barkley is one of the comps for Zion. There's no exact comp, but he was very athletic and square when he wasn't round the round mound of rebound, right? Like, at best, he was like a block, but at any rate— you know, was a fat guy sometimes as a young player, like baby fat, you'd say. And he goes to to Moses Malone. and Moses Malone's the best player in basketball. Key in the middle of Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Kareem. At the end, this one and that one, the best player on the planet Earth for a four, couple four, of four. years was <laughs> four four four. It was amount of being four five four that they won the series in four games, five games, four games after he protected four four four, but. He was the best player on earth, and he wasn't the most talented. He did it because he outworked everybody, right? So Barkley comes to this dude, the chairman of the boards, comes to this dude, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm not getting burned. Why aren't I getting some run, da-da-da, expecting sympathy. And Moses is like, well, listen, young fella, you're fat and you're lazy. That's why, (laughs) right? And when a dude like Moses Malone says that to you, it resonates. I'm not saying C.J. McCollum is Moses Malone but he's there Moses Malone right it, it, already you can see where he has the potential to have a positive impact on the team and yeah. just cuz Zion so far is ballooning up in weight and not staying
3: healthy and this and that it doesn't mean that's the way the story has to well, end well he's ballooning up in weight too because he's injured yeah he's not he's not out there doing ba- a full basketball acclimated things he may be shooting he may be you know, riding a bike or something. But he ain't running up and down the court in the course of a game. So, yeah, he's going to clearly gain weight, and especially when he's sitting around with idle time. You know, a lot of people sit around with idle time. What do they do? They eat. Eat.
1: Eat. I could tell you that. Even when I don't have idle time, I figure out how to eat. But – and especially you look at Embiid, right? That's the latest example of a dude injury prone. This isn't tracking right. It's not working out. And a lot of it's just what you said – he had the leg and the back, and once the back is an issue, now you got to load manage, right? And now all of a sudden you can't work yourself in up into the type of shape. So it's multi-faceted approach. One, you want to affect the motivation and try to get over the mistakes of the young, right? Two, you got to the body's got to get healthy, and of course that motivation may help the body because you'll do more of the right things in so many ways. I like this move bringing McCollum on board. Besides the fact, we haven't even talked about, he can play. Like McCollum is really good. So, so maybe this is not going to end up the way it looked like it was trending a month ago even with Zion Williamson. Because when, when I mentioned, he just played his age 19 and 20 seasons. In his age 20 season, 27 points, 7 boards, and 4 assists a game. Age 20. So all the potential in the world. Coming up. Danny Green, a couple days ago, said Seth Curry had a problem with Ben Simmons. Want to hear what Seth Curry himself had to say about it? That's coming up on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Key and me alone today. Jay got the day off ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 8.
2: Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
4: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies.